What's the latest on the Denver Broncos head coaching search? If not Sean Payton, then who? You get that and much more on today's brand new episode, Lockdown Broncos, from the South Stands to the End Zone. You are Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on in the latest with the Denver Broncos head coaching search? If not Sean Payton, then who for the Broncos as they look to make a hire at some point regarding their next head coach? Welcome into a brand new episode of Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. You can get this podcast free and available everywhere you get your podcast in audio format or whether you watch on YouTube. Do us a favor hit that subscribe or that follow button so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news content coverage and more every single day all year long because for the true fan there is never an offseason. Sarah, my friend, things are heating up here in Broncos country with the head coaching search. No news pretty much throughout the entire week. Official news for the Broncos. But man, here we are approaching Friday and really nothing at this point in time. So what's the buzz, including the potential that Sean Payton may not even get hired in this current cycle by any team? I know, Cody. It's kind of hard to make heads or tails of anything right now. As the time we're recording this, no team has hired their head coach yet, but it does feel like some teams may be getting close, right? I think everybody but the Broncos has done a round of second interviews or has begun the second interview process. The Broncos, at least as of we know, they haven't done that. And so I think that with things being secretive, things be if that's the case, they may not be secretive. Maybe they're just waiting. Who knows at this point? But right now, it feels like one of the biggest dominoes being Sean Payton, you mentioned. Maybe he's not going to go anywhere this cycle, or maybe there's a mystery team for him. Our good friend Benjamin Albright, he tweeted out that he felt, you know, he feels right now the Sean Payton ship has sailed as far as the Broncos are concerned, although not to rule that out completely. The Broncos could circle back on that. And that's kind of what we've heard from a number of different reporters, isn't it? It's just that Sean Payton's been considering TV. Maybe there's a mystery team out there. I've seen that a couple from a couple different reporters, Cody. Uh, Jane Slater of NFL Network recently said that. I can't remember who was the other reporter that said it, but I know I've seen it at least twice. So the mystery team, what what could that be or who could that be? Right now, if, if you're a Denver Broncos fan out there and you want Sean Payton, I think that the fact that the team has not been very aggressive in pursuing him can't be ignored, at least from our perspective, our vantage point, right? It, it feels like the Broncos did everything they could to make sure, hey, we'll, we'll go through the hoops to talk to Sean Payton with the Saints. You know, we'll make sure that those kind of things, those hurdles are cleared and whatnot. And we want to talk to him because he's a great candidate. At the same time, they've now spoken to him. They interviewed him and nothing has happened. It's not like, you know, remember when John Elway would wine and dine these candidates for head coach or free agents. You take them to Elway's and there'd be people, you know, with binoculars in the weeds looking at what they're ordering and what does that mean for this or that? We don't have that with this ownership group and this hiring committee at all. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, the circle of trust and nobody outside of Kerry Walton Penner, 
Greg Penner and Rob Walton are in that circle of trust right now as it pertains to what is going on here. I want to throw a theory out here about this, and, and this wouldn't shock me in the slightest, right? We haven't heard anything all week from the Broncos side as to like what they're doing. And I think that kind of gives a little bit of ground to the fact that, okay, they may have someone in mind as a potential finalist who is still, his team is playing right now in the NFL playoffs. And they obviously can't interview him until NFC Championship weekend is concluded. We are talking about D'Amico Ryans. Could it be that the, the Walton Penner family ownership group wants to be able to interview all of the candidates that they have as finalists, maybe in one day or two days or back-to-back days in a, in a sense like that, then make the decision? Because I could understand why we haven't heard much from that standpoint if that is what is going to be the case for how the ownership wants to operate it makes sense and as we're recording this we do have to keep in mind no other NFL team has hired a head coach yet so it's not like the Broncos are behind the curve I think everybody just wanted it and they wanted it now so I think that is something to consider here the way this head coach search boils down to you know specifically is what is best for the football team this is something I've been thinking about a lot right sir because we're sitting here and we're recording episodes all throughout the week talking about the Broncos head coaching search, hoping to get more clarity on this, that, and the other. And nothing really is coming through outside of, you know, some rumblings, some rumors, things like that, things that we've investigated that, you know, aren't necessarily true. And the reality is there has been no movement. And I think it's going to lead to the fact that we will probably get the finalist list next week. I imagine after Sunday, I imagine after Sunday, interview requests will start be, you know, start to be lined up for these final candidates who the Broncos may have. But as you mentioned, there are some other teams around the NFL hiring coaches right now that could maybe snag or secure one of the Broncos finalists. And I think that is the game that the ownership group is willing to play at this point in time. So a lot to ponder here on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos, my friend. There is a lot to ponder. And one of those coaches that's getting hired, it's not a head coach, but former Denver Broncos head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, Cody getting hired by the New York Jets. So, you know, rev up the old Aaron Rodgers trade rumor engines, I suppose. And we'll we'll kind of see. I, I think there's a ton, a ton of, yeah, injected directly into my veins. This offseason is going to be a fun <laughs> one once again in terms of the quarterback rumor mill. I think that definitely, though, you look at just the number of offensive coordinator positions across the league. Like, how does that also impact the Broncos head coaching search, right? Because the Broncos, if they if they do hire somebody like we're going to talk about later in the episode, a D'Amico Ryans, he's going to have to bring an offensive coordinator with him. And there's way more offensive coordinator jobs available this offseason than there are head coaching positions. The head coaching search committees for the NFL, I mean, it's, a, it's one of the most limited, I would say, say fields of of teams that I've ever seen in terms of covering the NFL and kind of watching this unfold you typically expect like seven to ten teams every year and I think this year it's what five or six so there's not a lot of openings out there and there seem to be some really good candidates out there but there's way more offensive coordinator openings so does that put defensive guys at a disadvantage because then you also have to be one of those teams to hire an offensive coordinator I think that's a fascinating discussion point here. It's also noteworthy, Cody, the Jerry Rosberg situation, his contract with the Broncos expired. It was initially reported that he wasn't going to be returning to Denver. And then those rumors were squashed by saying, well, the door is still open. So there 
can we just get some consistent reporting for once, right? I mean, <laughs> is Sean Payton flying to Denver or is he not? Is Jerry Ross, did he go scorched earth in his exit interview with the team or did he not? I don't know what to believe anymore, even from the reliable guys out there. So, Cody, to me, that's where a lot of this confusion comes from the frustration as a Broncos fan and I'm sure everybody that's listening the frustration comes from inconsistencies in reporting and it's it's happening from the most reliable people yeah I mean it's it's hard to get a grasp on what's really going on when that is occurring and hey we're just we're playing the game it's a rat race and we're following all the breadcrumbs at this point in time trying to bring the best objective coverage to everybody in Broncos country regarding the head coaching search that we do expect to wrap up at some point next week you never know we could be surprised the moment we drop this podcast something could happen and all of a sudden we're having the same conversation like wow this always happens to us because usually something like this always does happen to us but Broncos country on today's episode locked on Broncos we're going to discuss D'Amico Ryan's a little bit further right we said it. if not Sean Payton then who D'Amico Ryan's name is heating up and for him what type of experience does he possess that could be valuable for the Broncos you get that on today's episode locked on Broncos this episode episode of the show is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn. And as a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, the values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools, and they go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post, company, and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. It's why small businesses rank LinkedIn Jobs Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. A lot of the conversation around the Denver Broncos head coaching search in the eyes of the fan base, and and more particularly here on Lockdown Broncos, we have heard from fans that they want a head coach that has experience. However, experience being a head coach isn't necessarily the redeeming quality that I think Broncos fans need to consider. Welcome into a brand new episode, Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day, Sarah. With the whole Sean Payton thing coming out from Ian Rappaport, Mike Garrett, follow Tom Pelosero this you know a couple days ago about Sean Payton may very well not have a market in this head coaching cycle right now as it currently stands that immediately shifted thoughts I think in the eyes of many to D'Amico Ryans which he is the hottest candidate in the cycle that is not named Sean Payton so the Broncos we know interviewed him last Thursday ahead of their matchup with the Dallas Cowboys and now D'Amico Ryan, there's been some traction. There's been some reports that Denver could be eyeing him for their head coaching job. And the one thing that stands out to me is I I put it out on Twitter. I asked Broncos country, how would you feel if D'Amico Ryan's was the next head coach? A good portion were positive. Like, yeah, you know, I'd like it. But, you know, there were some contingencies. I would want to see what his offensive staff would look like. And then there were fans who were like, no, you can't go with the first year head coach ever again. This is where we have to have a deeper conversation about experience, right? Because I'm a firm believer, Sarah, and look, this is true around the NFL and in life and, you know, whatever we participate in in our day-to-days. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced head coach, if you've had that before, or if you're a first-time guy. You have just the same amount of risk of failing 
as any of the other. And I think that always gets lost in the shuffle in a situation like this. It does, Cody. It really does. And it, let's let's just talk about something for a second here. If the Broncos were hell-bent on one specific thing, you know, an experienced former head coach, why not interview Frank Reich, right? I mean, he's a quarterback's guy, offensive guy, experience as a head coach, was in the playoffs recently. Why not interview him? Uh, why not interview other offensive minded, you know, sp- former experienced head coach? I mean, here's the thing that I, the point that I'm trying to make here, I guess, without getting into too many examples and going down too deep of a rabbit hole. I feel like the Broncos are obviously looking for a specific person rather than a, a specific set of credentials, you know, in terms of the guy that they end up hiring in this situation, right? I mean, that we look at Jim Harbaugh. He hasn't coached in the NFL for a long time, but he's a great head coach. And that's something to be, you know, brought up, I think, in this whole discussion. Same of David Shaw. I think he. there's a lot of people, I think the most opposition to any candidate out there is David Shaw. When you look at a guy like D'Amico Ryans, it's clear the Broncos are targeting a specific type of person in terms of their leadership qualities, which we discussed on a previous episode, in terms of the way that they manage a team in terms of their plan of putting together a staff and the Broncos, quite frankly, Cody, they're, they're in a position right now where they have to do what's best for the long term of the team. And I do think that it's something to be said that D'Amico Ryan's right now, man, he is one of the hottest candidates in the league. I think that if there were, 10 teams available, I think all 10 teams would be trying to interview him, right? I think that that's safe to say. He is one of those guys that everybody wants a piece of the Shanahan tree. Everybody wants their team to be able to stop the Mahomes, the Burrows, the, the Justin Herberts, those kind, Jalen Hurts, all those kind of guys. D'Amico Ryans is somebody whose defense has consistently been able to shut teams down over the last two years. So he brings something special to the table in terms of his football mind, in terms of what he is capable of bringing forth in terms of vision, right? So I think if you're looking for a specific person, D'Amico Ryans, to me, should be at or near the top of your list. And I've said this before, but for anybody that's joining for the first time today, I'll say it again. If you're going with a first-time candidate, I think D'Amico Ryans is easily the number one target in this cycle. Well, yeah, there's a lot of Broncos fans who wanted one guy at one point who was going to be a first-time head coach, and that was Kyle Shanahan, right? We... we we hear it all the time. Oh my gosh, the Broncos should have went out and they got Kyle Shanahan. This could be one of those situations, right? Because you look at D'Amico Ryan's, watch what happens. Like, let's say the Broncos didn't go with D'Amico and let's say they hired somebody else. D'Amico goes on to be a very, very successful head coach. We're going to see the same things. The Broncos should have hired D'Amico Ryan's, but everyone was like, no, they shouldn't hire D'Amico Ryan's. He's a first year head coach. They haven't worked here. You simply cannot allow the fact that the Broncos in their last three coaching hires have missed out on it. I don't think that's necessarily a results-based process. I think that was a process-related issue that the Broncos have had. And even George Payton alluded to it as well that before the season last year, he said there's been some things that have gone on here that have impacted, that have kind of trickled into the football side of things. I'm not sure what he meant by that. But here's what Kyle Shanahan had to say about D'Amico Ryan. He said, I think it starts as a man. He's the ideal leader in whatever he does. He was that way when he came into Houston as a rookie linebacker. He took over that defense right away. 
You could tell that he was in charge when he was 21 years old. He came in here as a quality control coach, and within six months, we moved him to linebacker coach. He's just always been that guy. And then just watching him over these two years, what he took in his years learning to get there, he runs his system, and then he adjusts every week. He sees how to play an offense. He pays attention to offense and defense. I thought he was ready last year to be a head coach. One thing that stands out to me as well about this whole entire situation, everyone's saying the Broncos don't need to go with a defensive-minded guy. They need to go with an offensive-minded guy. They went with an offensive-minded guy last year. And how did that work out? The Broncos don't need to go with a play caller as their head coach. They need to go with somebody who's going to be the CEO of the operation, the leader, the guy who's going to share his input on the offensive side of the ball. The guy who's going to share his input on the defensive side of the ball. Special teams actively lead the team in a way that Mike Tomlin does. I mean, we talk about CEO head coaches. There's nobody better in the NFL than a guy like Mike Tomlin, Bill Bella check. Those types of styles are are what you need from a head coach, I think, in today's modern NFL. And D'Amico Ryans, he has a lot of those qualities, to, I think, to be able to succeed at that, and which is why I think Broncos country should not discount him because he's never been a head coach before. I completely agree with you, Cody, and you you hit the nail on the head there talking about the CEO type. You don't need to go after a play caller necessarily, and that's that can benefit in some cases, you know, Kyle Shanahan, great play caller, and he's a great head coach simultaneously. D'Amico Ryans may call the defense, but you need somebody that's going to be a CEO of the team that understands how to manage every single area I, i'm so sick of this this the segmented stuff right it's it where you know kyle shanahan went to learn from dan quinn wanted to implement that kind of defense when he became a head coach and he was three years down he was already thinking three years ahead right and so you want that type of person that understands every side of the ball of the ball right every phase of the game all three phases and understands every D'Amico ryan's to me cody he's he's a sharp dude he's gonna bring in a great great staff around him. And I think that that's one thing that you, you we talk about being a, a vision carrier from the coach that you previously worked for, right? What does Kyle Shanahan do better than almost any coach in the NFL? He gets other coaches ready for big opportunities. And I think D'Amico Ryan is going to bring that with him as well. We've already seen he's a, he's a disciple of Robert Sala and, and th- those kind of things. He's going to bring potentially Daniel Bullock's the defensive backs guy with him from the 49ers, wherever he gets hired there's already plans in place for these guys, a succession plan because they're raising each other up. They're building each other up to take these opportunities and they're attracting, you know, the best types of Kyle Shanahan attracts the best types of leaders from his staff. And I just think that the the evidence, the proof is in the pudding there. So, and it's all different types of people too. You got somebody like Mike McDaniel, who's kind of goofy and you got somebody like Robert Sala, who's really intense and serious and looks like somebody you want to go to the gym with. I think that those different types of personalities, they all mesh together and it's all a reflection of the guy that's leading the operation. And I love the idea of something like that coming to Denver with D'Amico Ryans. We're going to continue to harp on the experience factor and why experience or lack thereof should not be a factor in the Broncos head coaching search. You're going to get that on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. This episode of the show is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here and we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers, join today to get started with 150 
$150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. Perfect for championship weekend here this weekend on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Continuing our discussion revolving around experience at the head coaching position for the Denver Broncos as they look to hire their next head coach. Just want to say thank you so much to everybody in Broncos country for tuning in and making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day. Every single day you can get this podcast free and available everywhere. You get your podcast in audio format or you can watch us on YouTube every single day. We have covered all year long because for the true fan, there is never an off season. Kind of going on from this experience factor, right? We just talked about D'Amico Ryan's, but I think this entire experience factor can also be applied to coaches who have experience for the Broncos. But I think so many people, because of the last three years, have been burnt out on the Broncos going with first-time head coaches. What is experience, though, right? We talk about head coaching experience. We talk about football experience. I look at a guy like D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's not only has coaching experience, he has experience as a former player. That is huge. And that was something I remember when the Broncos fired Nathaniel Hackett, they said that they were looking for maybe somebody who also has experience playing the game as well. I think that's an important thing to factor in and to consider here. On top of that, you look at Vic Fangio. He had a lot of experience coaching, you know, whether it be at the college level, whether it be at the NFL. He's got tremendous experience over 40 years coaching throughout various levels. You look at Nathaniel Hackett. He previously had a lot of coaching experience in the NFL, just didn't have head coaching experience. So I think those two things often at times get confused and lost in the shuffle. They really do, Cody. And I think that that's huge when you're talking about whether or not to go for somebody who's quote unquote inexperienced because D'Amico Ryans isn't inexperienced, right? I mean, he's not experienced as a head coach, but you don't need to have a retread head coach in order to have success in the NFL. That's a huge myth. And I think that people see, well, the Broncos have only had success with retread head coaches. And I get that, but it's, it's, it's like the old, you know, quarterbacks from Texas Tech all stink in the NFL until Patrick Mahomes comes along, right? And I'm not saying that you should just ignore history for the sake of it, but what I am saying is that you need the best candidate possible. Like you just said in the previous segment, we need the best person who's going to be the CEO of the team. And I'll say this, I'm a broken record saying this. What if D'Amico Ryans is just the best candidate for the job? What if he's the best guy to take this position? What if he's the best long-term option? I think a lot of times people get caught up in Remember when the initial rumors were like, well, Dan Quinn, he's going to bring Brian Schottenheimer and he's going to bring Daryl Bevel and it's going to be a reunion of the 2013 Seattle Seahawks in Denver. It's like, what does that mean for the long term of the team? And why is why is nobody interviewing Brian Schottenheimer with 10 offensive coordinator openings out there? Why is Daryl Bevel denying the opportunity to interview for other jobs? You just you can't help but wonder these things. And like we've said before, 
although I think Russell Wilson's success is critical going forward, it doesn't necessarily mean that the next head coach should be tied to Russell Wilson. You know, that shouldn't be a requirement if it means getting the best head coach. So again, experience does matter, but the best candidate matters more than than getting somebody that has experience. Wouldn't you rather have the best option than just to say, nope, we hired somebody with experience. I'm good with it. And D'Amico Ryans goes on to become, you know, NFL coach of the year in 2023 with somebody else. I mean, let's just put it like that. And that's what the Broncos could be passing up on here if they choose, you know, experience, you know, to no end. That's the that's the end all be all over somebody who might be your best candidate. Well, when the Broncos had Vic Fangio as the head coach, they had the most experienced staff all across the board in the NFL at the time with the combined years of experience. And while Denver was competitive, it didn't lead to fruitful results. Now, where the Broncos, if they do hire a first-time head coach, can avoid the mistake they made last year is letting that head coach hire nothing but first-time coaches and, and obviously a bunch of buddies. That's where Nathaniel Hackett went wrong. Hackett came in and brought in pretty much all of his buddies that he's coached with and a very inexperienced experienced coaching staff. There are some really good young coaches that we've highlighted here on the show, but you have to bring in, I would say, some veteran guys on that staff to help lead that. Jerry Rossborough could very well be in the mix as a potential associate head coach, special teams coordinator for whoever the next head coach is. I would not rule that out as a possibility. Mike Munchek could return maybe as a potential associate head coach, offensive line coach. That is important. You have to learn from the mistakes that have impacted you in the past. And now the Broncos have ownership in place. I think they are looking at this process very thoroughly. On top of that, I mean, Sarah, let's take a look at some of the other coaches in this previous hiring cycle that were first year head coaches that led their teams to the playoffs. Should that be discounted at this point? I don't think it should be right. Mike McDaniel, Brian Dayball, Kevin O'Connell, they all took their teams to the playoffs in their first year. And I don't, I realize that's probably not overly common to have three first time head coaches taking teams to the playoffs, but it just goes to show that coaching matters in the NFL. The right coach can make all the difference for your team. I think that was the missing ingredient, right? For the, for the Miami dolphins offensively, they needed somebody like Mike McDaniel to come in and help maximize to a tag of and he wasn't perfect. I don't. I, I. But there were people that I saw on Twitter, Cody, that were throwing around MVP with his name at one point this last season. Kevin O'Connell taking over the Minnesota Vikings and and winning all those one score games. That's a difference in advantage of coaching. And also, Kevin O'Connell is very well known for being one of the best on script play callers in the NFL. That is what got him basically hired in the first place. So what he was so great at with the LA Rams, and then he did the same thing with the Minnesota Vikings. So you put pressure on opposing teams by scoring a lot early in games, and then you can win close games because you can stay in those games. Brian Dable, I, I mean, the, the work that he did with Josh Allen in Buffalo, I think everybody doubted, can he do it again with Daniel Jones in New York, right? Well, what did he do in New York? Daniel Jones ran for over 700 yards this past season, Cody. Touchdown <laughs> percentage was up. Interception percentage was way down. That dude became known for like a turnover a game in his first three years in the NFL. And the turnovers were significantly reduced this past year. Not just interceptions, but remember, he was like a fumble-itis every single week. He didn't fumble nearly as much this year. I think six times. 
times compared to like, I don't even like literally one per game, I think is what he was almost at in terms of turnovers before Brian Dable got there. The point is, and that rant is all to say that coaching can make the biggest difference. What could it do for the Denver Broncos and their offense to say, we can bring a coach in that can help us with third down offense. And that's not to say D'Amico Ryans is specifically going to do that, but the coaching staff that he brings in, which of course I wish we could know that because then everybody could get more excited about it. So coaching makes all the difference in the NFL, especially late in the season. And we're seeing that with a lot of different teams. Well, and even for Brian Dable too, he even has taken the CEO approach. He's not calling plays for the Giants offense. He's managing the whole operation. And I think you can also make arguments too. When you look at Mike McDaniel, Kevin O'Connell, what impacted them, I think, as coaches was that they were calling plays. And there were other areas of their team that fell off or didn't get as much or like had you know massive letdowns in some of the most critical moments of the season. And we even saw that with Matt LaFleur. So I think that regardless the Broncos have to hire the guys who said the CEO, the guy who's not going to call plays on offense or defense, but they're going to have a lot of input and they're going to have a lot of say there. I'm excited to see what happens here. Obviously, we'll have you covered here at Lockdown Broncos. The moment the Broncos make a hire official, we'll also have you covered anytime we know that there are set interviews for finalist candidates for the Broncos vacant head coaching job. You get that here on Lockdown Broncos. Broncos country, enjoy championship weekend. If there is something that happens, make sure you tune in to Lockdown Broncos in your favorite audio podcasting platform or on YouTube. We'll have you covered every step of the way.